Before we start this episode, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we're recording this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders, both past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Hey, I'm Sam Squires. Welcome to One Her Game. In my role as a sports journalist, I've always tried to be an advocate for female athletes, not only to highlight their achievements, but really to place a spotlight on the issues facing women in sport. I'm going to keep bringing you compelling interviews from accomplished athletes every two weeks, but every other week, we're going to tackle a big issue facing women in sport. So welcome everyone to On Her Mind. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the fight to get the 1975 Matildas team, otherwise known as the 75ers, recognised with caps as the first women's team to represent Australia. We'll also be talking about why Football Australia is refusing to do so. And to do this, it's a very big welcome back to sports journalist and women in sport advocate, Selena Steele. Thank you for coming back. Thank you, Sam. Didn't scare you off last time? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) This story is incredible. You've followed it for a while. You've spoken to the ladies that represented Australia Mm -hmm. in 1975. It makes me super, super sad and super angry all in one. It's equal parts interesting, fascinating and frustrating. So can you firstly explain to us who are the 75ers and why won't Football Australia recognise them? (laughs) <laughs> Pandora's box there, Sam. Here we go. Uh, this is a great pub debate and for the women they've been trying to achieve recognition for almost 50 years. Mm. The 75ers, were, they were the first Australian women's team selected to represent Australia mm-hmm. at the Asian Cup. The first Matildas team. When I say selected, these mm-hmm. were the women that could go to the Asian Cup mm-hmm. because we must remember that in 75 there was no national championships that we picked the best of the best mm. that happened at the time. Mm. There's no female equivalent of what was happening. So they went to the, this was the first Asian Cup, right? First Asian Cup, which as we know now is a qualifier for the, the World Cup and the Olympics. Yeah. So you can see these amazing six bars that are on the Asian Cup trophy. Mm-hmm. One of those bars is Australia. Yeah. So the, the actual Asian Cup trophy now represents, is representative of those six teams mm. who competed in the first one. I have to say as well, the other five nationalities who competed at the Asian Cup, they've been recognised by their national bodies as the first? Absolutely. The, the the women, the players from the other teams cannot believe the Australians have not been recognised. And on, on your intro, you mentioned these women would like to be capped. They'd actually like to be recognised as the first Matildas, more mm. so. I mean, Football Australia will welcome them to the family, sure, but they, will, they haven't recognised them as the first Matildas and that's what's important to them. So how did this all come about? This talking about the caps and recognising the 1975 team. Mm. I think what happened is, I mean, one of the ladies in the team is Kim Coates. Uh, she played in the 75 and then in the 79ers. And the 79ers are the first team recognised as the first Australian team. She didn't actually know that the 75 team, so she's cap number five, hadn't been recognised until she was at the 40th anniversary of the 79ers, and was being awarded her number five cap. And she said, what do you mean? We weren't the first Matildas. Mm. What happened to this 75 team? So also as this, as we're building up to Could that. Could you just imagine what it's like? You're, you're there for the 40th anniversary of the 1979 team and then they are there and announce that they are the first team. But you played in 1975. And Interesting situation. Really hard to, that would just yeah. be 
Yeah, and oh. that and that seventy nine team. I'd like to point out played a game against New Zealand that they got capped for, whereas the seventy fivers have played a whole Asian tournament and finished third. Yeah, yeah. that they don't get recognised for. Yeah crazy a tournament that we still play to this day and mm. is is massive so why won't football australia recognize them what's the hold up here <laughs> because can we just say as well these ladies they wore the green and gold they represented australia they even had the coat of arms they, did. they? they did. on their on their shirts as well and went over to an international event so why won't football australia recognize them as the first the the chief argument from football australia is that it wasn't a selected team and that it was a representative team from the whole country. Um, at, at that point in time, clubs would play. So most of the girls were from St. George, Budapest, mm-hmm. and the, they were a team that was, I Which think, is a Sydney team. Sydney team. Uh, they had a couple of players from um, northern New South Wales as well. But the invitation to go out to the Asian Cup was open about 18 months before that team went, and it was mm-hmm. open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Back in that day, it was who could afford to go. Yeah. So Football Australia argue that's not a representative team in the sense that it comes from every state of Australia. But if we can compare that to the Socceroos mm-hmm. and the first Socceroos team named. twenty two. Correct. That wasn't the first, that, that was only New South Wales and Queensland players yeah. as well. So again, players that only could afford to go at that time. Mm. So Football Australia are arguing it's not a, a selected national team, but that just didn't happen in that in, yeah. in those times. So it's sort of a retrospective fit. The fact that FIFA have recognised every other country that played at that tournament, you know, Thailand, New Zealand, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, mm. all those women have been capped. Mm. I mean, of course Australia should be capped. Yeah. I mean, Sam, what's your stance on this? Oh, my gosh. Come on, Sam. This makes me so angry and upset and emotional, actually, in this because these women, they wore the green and gold and they were game changers. Like, we think about what the Matildas have to do today and what female players have to go through today to get selected. But you think back into the context of what it was like in 1975 for women playing the sport, there wasn't the support, there wasn't the encouragement. There weren't the systems and the setup in order to do that. But these women, they trained hard, they played hard, they went overseas. And thinking even, I was thinking about this, like even to organise for these women in 1975, there was no email, there was no internet, there was no mobile phones for those to be able to communicate. I think one of the players as well, her husband and her went over to Hong Kong for a meeting, Mm -hmm. travelled to Hong Kong for a meeting about the Asian Cup, Mm. so much effort went into this. They are pioneers. Mm. They are the OGs. They are the game changers. And they had to do it the super hard way. I can't imagine how heartbreaking it would be for them to now not be recognised and have the team that competed four years later to be recognised. It seems almost disrespectful in a way for, for them. The fact that they've been deemed by Football Australia to not be good enough, to to not have the right credentials, to not be important enough to be capped. It's almost exactly the reaction they had to face in 1975 mm-hmm. in that environment for women in sport back then. It would be so hurtful, I think, <laughs> considered they had to give up a lot to be there. Mm, I spoke with uh, Ted Simmons. He's one of the historians that actually sat on the board for Football Australia as well. Um, and he, he, his... 96 now, I think, still sharp as a tack, amazing gentleman. You should get him on your show, Sammy. (laughs) Um, But he was speaking of that this team definitely deserves to be recognised 
as the first Australian representative team. Mm. And Why? What was his argument? Well, they were playing full internationals and also they had approval from the Australian Soccer Federation. Yes. Which in turn, that was the governing body at the time recognised by FIFA. Right. So so for the girls, they, they went through all the right channels. <laughs> what more could they do? Yeah. And, and that is why. So that's the official body for soccer as it at was, that time. As it was at that the time. The Australian Soccer Federation, which was recognised by FIFA. They recognised the women, but now a 2022 body won't recognise them. Well, and we were only capped in 2019, so it's not like it was that long ago. Is this just an administrative bungle? Someone along the line has stuffed up. They have given the caps to the first 1979 team and now to recap everyone, to go through that process, is it in the too hard basket for them? It very well maybe. I mean, even talking with Ted Simmons, you have, you know, 200 plus players of I'm trying to think of the most recent number, um, Cap, that have played. There's been a few from the Matildas over yes, the last Yeah, 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 for the <laughs> Matildas. Months. That's true. Um, and, you know, the girls themselves don't want to take anything away from the current Matildas. They're super excited about the 2023 mm-hmm. World Cup. They want to be part of the history that's told in the great storytelling that we are about to hear about the Women's World Cup mm-hmm. coming in 2023. And even just recently I listened to an interview involving the executive of Football Australia and they're talking about how important history is and it's part of our future and this is how we can move forward. So they, they hear this dialogue, yet their own history is being mm. somewhat ignored. Now, Football Australia have welcomed them, and I'll put that in inverted commas, they, to the family. And that was the statement that they put that out. Was a statement Welcome they put to out. the family. They put it on their website as yes. well. Welcome to the family, the 1975s, but you weren't the first. Correct. And so then, then there was a meeting that happened between Football Australia and the 75ers. Mm-hmm. There was only one player, Julie Dolan, who is the official number one because she played in that 79 team. She was also, I think she was 14 or 15 at the time of the 75ers. Mm-hmm. She was the only player that said no to stand aside like from the 75ers being the first team. Because there were three players from 1975 who played in 1979. Yep, so you're saying Coates, the only one Julie and Cindy out of those lot who actually played both is Julie Dolan who says, I don't want the 75ers recognised. Yes, but but bearing in mind also um, she took the number one number as well. So mm. every other player on that team and would like to be recognised and they want to be recognised as the first Matillas. In regards to the numbers, they understand what a pickle that would be to recall all the caps, etc. Who cares? Et it only happened in 2019. Well, let's so use, re, re, renumber them. Let's have a solution. Let's go Roman numerals. Why not, right. Sammy? Yep. Are they happy, the 1975 They'd be happy with that. Essentially, they just want to be welcomed and recognised as the first Matildas. So they would have the Roman numerals. And I kind of feel like even if they did that, even if they went back and gave them Roman numerals, it's okay because even this bungle is part of the Matildas story, right? I feel like this whole system where, you know, if you go back to the context of 1975, and I think this is what's missing from Football Australia's argument, is that you've got to think of football not in a 1975 context and the systems that weren't in place, the history kind of records that weren't taken because women weren't deemed, the women's game wasn't deemed important enough to be able to do that as well. And I feel like even, you know, what's happening now is part of the Matildas story. It's a part of their history. And that's why if people, you know, in 20 years from time go, mum, why are there Matildas with caps one to whatever? And why are there Roman numerals? And then you can tell this story about how there wasn't the systems in place, how they named the 1979. And then they went back and realised actually 1975 
deserve recognition so they then have the Roman numerals. I thought think that that would be fitting, right? Absolutely. And the 79 is the awareness and of that 79 team was also built on the 75ers. I mean, this was a team that fundraised by walking from Sydney to Cronulla with the mm. buckets in hand. Um, they did car washes. They were on the front page of local media in the in the Daily Telegraph here. So it, we have all these archives. We have the scrapbooks. We, They're on the front page in 1975 yeah, of the Daily yeah, Telegraph. Um, yeah, the game against Malaysia, yes. Wow. So you have all this great history sitting there. And it's, it's screaming, yes, we, we and they worked hard, they trained hard. Mm. And Kim Coates will say herself, like, I trained and played harder and we worked harder for that mm. in that 75 Asian Cup tournament, mm. um, which was then called the AFC Women's Championship before it was now called the Asian Cup. But uh, then that then that game against New Zealand, the 79ers are reckoned. Which was a friendly? Mm. An international mm-hmm. friendly. Mm-hmm. So they've recognised the international friendly as the first. Well, it was a one-off game, yeah, But not an Asian Cup, it wasn't, which yeah. is a... You know, the second most important, well, third most important tournament that the Matildas play being World Cup, Olympics. Well, you could argue Asian the most Cup. important given it's the qualifier for the World Cup. Yeah, I know, but, we, but... <laughs> we didn't make it out of the quarterfinals. So <laughs> I mean, the recent Asian Cup, which yeah. we're still singing about. But no, you're right, 100%. It is a major tournament. And yet that, it just does not make sense. It doesn't pass the pub test. They can say whatever they like, Football Australia. And you know what? We should be fair. We did write to Football Australia and we asked them two questions um, and to, to provide a statement. Simple, why is the 1975 Matilda side not recognised as the first Matilda side to represent Australia? Their response, following a submission from members of the 1975 team, Football Australia's panel of historians, I would like to know who this panel of historians is. Ted who makes it up? Is one of those. I would love to know the gender split on the so-called <laughs> panel of historians as well. I have my thoughts about that. Consider the appropriate recognition of the team with careful review and consideration of the materials provided for members of the 1975 team, officers of the Australian Women's Soccer Association, documentary evidence from the time period, and the analysis of the selection of national teams. Subsequent to that review, a unanimous recommendation was made to Football Australia, which provided that while a historically significant team, the team did not meet the criteria to be categorised as an Australian senior women's national team, being that a team that is recognised is a representative of Australia in internationally sanctioned senior tournaments. I don't understand. It was the Asian Cup, the first ever Asian That's Cup. That's a bit of a retrofit there, but yes. And was formed through a national selection process that was endorsed by the national governing body. And the national governing body at the time was the Australian Soccer Federation, right? And they recognised the team. But what you're saying is that the selection process was that they didn't have tryouts or anything. They just opened it up to everyone, but it turned out that most of the members were from New South Wales and a team. Well, national championships is not as we know it now, back in 1975. Um, It was who could afford to go, but it was open to anyone that wanted to go. Because they have the third point, has players eligible for selection from all Australian jurisdictions, states and territories. It was absolutely open. And and if if that's the criteria, then how how is the... 1922 Socceroos team. Correct. Because they didn't fit that criteria yeah. either. And if you look at the colours on that team, that that's uh, a maroon and blue team representing the colours of Queensland, New South Wales. Mm. Um, they say Football Australia does acknowledge the 1975 team as the first women's team to represent Australia in an internationally sanctioned tournament. Then if they are recognised as that, why not then recognise them as the first Matildas, it makes no I think it's sense. Just and a I pickle, think, isn't it? It's just a pickle to go. It's just messy. And mm. you know what? They just 
hoping that this doesn't, this will go away. But well, I don't think it's fair. It's, it's history. You have to respect history. And they are not respecting history here. It's too messy for them. It's too uncomfortable. Someone's stuffed up. But you know what? You only put the caps out in 19, 2019. Change them. Give them Roman say, numerals if you have to. This is not going, going to go away. It shouldn't. Um, well, it shouldn't. And the girls are super pumped when I say the girls, the 75 is 2023. I'm super excited about that, but they'll have some interesting news coming up. I think you'll hear in the new year. Mm-hmm. Has um, but just to say that <laughs> <laughs> that um, when Football Australia sit down and talk about history and the future of the game and how the game can move forward, it really has to recognise and honour its past. Mm. And these women deserve to be honoured and recognised as Matildas. There are two things that this doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the historical context of the time at all in 1975. It doesn't pass the pub test is the second thing either, does it? Oh, absolutely not. And and I'd love to open this up to the listeners. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Yep. Send us a message, tweet us, do whatever you can, but we need this to get out. We need this to be a campaign. These ladies deserve to be recognised and recognised appropriately, not just as the first team to represent Australia, but they mm. should be the first Matildas, that's so, important. History is important. So I should clarify, that meeting that happened between Football Australia and the players, the players basically said, thanks but no thanks. We deserve more than just you're part of the family. Mm. So Football Australia have sub- subsequently said, well, look, does that then mean um, then I have some um, some documentation on that? Does that then mean, like, where do you stand in being part of the 2023 celebrations? I want to be clear, these women from 75 want to be recognised and they do want to be part of the celebration of the history of the game and of the Matildas. Yep, 100%. I asked them as well, would you consider the Roman numerals? They said, we have also provided the opportunity to receive unnumbered caps. What is that? As a celebration of their representation, which is in line with the recognition of the 1978 team. Who The 1978 team isn't the first, right? No. who represented Australia in a non-A international match. Football Australia has also been ready and willing to tell the stories of the team and its members, include them in the Australian alumni activities. But this full offer of recognition initiatives has been declined by all but one surviving member of the 1975 team. What you're saying here is they want more. They want the recognition that they so Absolutely, they so absolutely. And and it's not it's not a done matter for them, so... I think there'll be more correspondence. Sam, we've been talking about this wonderful 1975 team that are due recognition. Mm. I think we should listen them. Mm. Yeah, listen to our idea. listeners and yeah. honour them. Yeah. And for those of you in support or not in support, let us know your opinion. But yeah. This is our 1970. This is right. the 1975. Yeah, great call. Great call. First Matildas. Give them the recognition that they deserve. This is it. Pat O'Connor, who was the captain. Christelle Abertham. Sue Binns. Kim Coates. Julie Dolan, Lynn Everett-Miller, Trudy Fisher, Cindy Hayden, Vicky Cohen, Sue Larson, Lynn McKenzie, Connie Selby, Trixie Tagg, Sue Taylor, Stacey Tracy, marketers would have a dream with that, wouldn't they, now, and Gundy Zarens. They are the first Matildas. It's interesting as well, I have to say, because this isn't a loan to the Matildas in terms of having to go back in history because history wasn't kind of, they didn't take records back then or weren't officially recognised as a Matildas team because of the nature of 
the environment and um, the landscape for women in sport back then. Because I remember when the Gillaroos from the NRL only just NRL recently. Origin. That wasn't the first Origin oh. game. We were reporting on Origin in the 90s. That's it. So in 2018, they, they had the first, what they said was the first Women's State of Origin. But for most of us that are in covering Women's oh, State of Origin, yes. 1999 was mm. the first one. The women themselves played Origin, called it Origin. But technically right. it was the Interstate Challenge. But they said, I always, in my reports, always referred to it as the women's then the origin. Then you say the players referred to it as, it was an origin It was an origin. So yep. we've got to stop saying that 2018 was the first women's origin. It was in 1999. <laughs> but also when the Gillaroos, they, I remember a few years ago, um, they were like, right, well, we have to work out who the caps. We want a cap system like the men have the cap system. So Steph Hancock and Cara Murphy basically put out to everyone and said, we need as much information as possible. If you represented Australia for the Gillaroos, send us your information, send us your name, and they went about doing the caps. They only did that a few years ago. I think I'm saying this because they're not alone in having to like Queensland go back. Queensland Reds have only just done it as well. Go so. back through history and, and do this. And that's what's happened with Football Australia as well. But a big mistake has been made and it needs to be rectified. Don't ignore it anymore, FA. Lena, love your work. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right, thank you.